are you? Who, who, who are you? <laughs> it's a pretty personal question. What do you want your reputation to be? What do you want to be known as? What kind of person do you want people to say you are? And it might not be important to you at all, but there's a lot of people who share with me that they feel bashed up, they feel hurt, they feel angry because the person that they are is not the reputation that they have or people make out that they are a different person than who they really are. So to avoid being bashed up, <laughs> to make sure that you have the reputation that you want to have, who are you? And I always ask that question, it was an experience I went through at 18 years of age, I went to a leadership and management conference thinking that I was going to be uh, taught how to or learn how to run a health club. And it was all about leadership and nothing to do about health clubs. And the first question that was asked of me, of everyone in the group, was five words to describe you as a person. The words that you would use or you want other people to use to describe you as a person. And for me, that part of the experience was easy. I came up with six words because I'm a bit of an extra mile person. Tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. And I've used those words ever since that day at 18 years of age. But the next part of that process was a little bit complicated because it was, are you that person? In every area of your life, are you those five words? So I had to look at those five words and say, am I tough and fair? Am I positive? Am I stylish? Am I disciplined? And am I professional? And at the time, the answer was no. If anybody had looked into my life, and that was the next question that came, if somebody walked into your life now and you weren't there, so they didn't get to meet you, but they saw your life, so your bedroom, your car, your gym bag, your bank account, the music that you listen to, the books that you read, the people that you invest time with, uh, what words would people use to describe you if you weren't even there? And it's a very personal and invasive question. But it certainly changed my life because I came up with tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional, but that's not what people would have found in my life. And I always have a bit of a joke about this because at the time in my fridge, there was some green cordial and some rotten bananas. So no one would have thought if they looked in my fridge, for example, that there was a tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional woman living at that house. If you looked at my library, for example, I had some really trashy books in there. If you looked at my music selection, you'd say a professional disciplined woman wouldn't listen to music like this. So I had some things to change. And that's my personal question for everybody that comes into my life. If you want to be known as a certain person, so if you've got a CV resume, if you're a leader, if you're a parent, a teacher, a coach, and people are talking about you behind your back, what would you like them to say about you? And I'm going to give you one of my favourites that has ever happened to me, and I would love this for all parents. I don't have any children, but this was a very special moment for me. I met a little boy, and I didn't know his father. He was playing in the gym, and I said to him, tell me about you, and we had a little chat, and I said, tell me who's your hero? And he said, my dad. My dad is a musician and he sings to people and they love the way he sings. My dad plays soccer and I love soccer players and my dad's really good at it. And my dad goes to the gym and he's really strong. My dad's my hero. And I thought, I've never met the man, but I want to meet the man because I'm living through his own son, the kind of man that he is. So there's my first question. The people that you love and care about how do you want them to describe you and do you want to be their hero? Do you want them to not just love you because for a lot of people, loving your family is almost like a duty, a responsibility. You have to do that. So the word I'm not asking here is love, it's respect. 
do the people in your life respect you because you do what you say you're going to do is probably a great question. Uh, do you do you live the example of whatever you're teaching, telling, preaching to people in your life? Uh, and they're the four areas of uh, Romax, the four areas of the Max International Colleges that I'm really aware of because I'm teaching, preaching, talking about every day, being healthy, fit and strong, having a career or business that you love, being financially free and having great people in your life. And I couldn't look at myself in the mirror at the end of the day if I wasn't living all four of those. And the reason they came about is that I wanted those for my life. So when I was, for me, it was 13 years of age, I wanted to have those things in my life, all of my life. I went looking for people that had them and I couldn't find any. So I set the, the goal, the big ambitious goal that day at 13, that I was going to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of my life. I was going to have a career that I loved. I was going to be financially free and I would only have respectful, kind people in my life. And I've had to live to that. At 18, when I went through the process of tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined, professional, for me, that wasn't just an exercise. That became a life philosophy. It became the only reason that I make a decision. I don't, and I always share this. I became very lazy at decision-making after that day because everything that I ever do, I just ask, Am I tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional? And what would that kind of person do? How would they dress? How would they speak? Where would they go? Who would they invest time with? What would they invest money in? How would they live their life? And it's a simple process. Are you, Rowie, are you dressed like a tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined, professional person? Now, who cares what Rowie does? I get that. I'm, I'm just a person out of 7 billion. But I'm asking you very personally because if you've ever felt beaten up, angry, disappointed, sad about the way people talk about you. There's two things there. One, if you're, if you're being the person that they say you are, so if you are being a horrible person, if you're being nasty, if you're dishonest, if you're not loyal, all the things that people get criticised for, if you are that person, then what a great opportunity to take that feed forward on board and change. But if, you're not, if you are not that person, if somebody says that you're dishonest and you're not, if somebody says that you're a liar and you're not, if somebody says that you're disrespectful and you're not, then of course it shouldn't hurt your feelings because it's just not true. I often share this, I get accused on a day-to-day -day basis of being fake happy, unrealistically happy, ridiculously happy. People accuse me of being the silly happy lady. And I take it as a compliment because that's how I live my life. I live my life as a happy person. I don't live my life as a negative person. A lot of people, when uh, I, I, I meet them for the first time or I'm in contact with them for the first time after a long time, they, they don't ask me how I am. They say, Ro, we already know how you are because you're always awesome. So now I'm going to give you the reverse of that uh, that I deal with on a regular basis. And the reason I'm sharing this is I work with business owners, entrepreneurs, managers, uh, teachers, bosses, leaders, and they are very quick to share with me their words to describe a person, the reputation that somebody has. So I hear on a very regular basis, yes, that's the lady that's always late. That's the lady that never dresses well. That's the guy that tells lies. That's the guy that's always sick. That's the guy that comes up with excuses for everything. That's the person that gossips. That's the person that is criticising everybody around them. That's the person that's lazy. That's the person that puts in half an effort. That's the person that always leaves early. That's the person that disrupts the work environment. That's that person that's unproductive. That's the person we're trying to get rid of because... And they give me a big, long list of reasons why they don't want that person in the organisation. 
And I'm sharing that with you because uh, bosses, managers, business owners are in a very awful position in, in the Western world because it's really hard to get rid of people. It's very hard to fire people. It's very difficult to get rid of poor performers. And yet in most workplaces, there are at least 60 to 70% of the people in the workforce that are not putting in 100%. And that's not a number I've just pulled out of my ass. Out of every 10 people, there'll always be one or two that are putting in 100% effort because that's who they are. There's always six or seven that are doing what they're supposed to do most of the time. And there's always two or three that are terrible. <laughs> and the business is trying to get rid of them. They either can't get rid of them because of employment laws or they just can't find a better person to replace them, so they put up with that. And I'm going to ask you that question very personally. Is your boss, is, is your team, sporting team, business team, musical team, artistic team, are they putting up with you because they can't find somebody better than you? They think you're terrible, but they can't find somebody better. Uh, are people putting up with you even though you're late, even though you're constantly sick, even though you're always coming up with excuses, even though you've got a terrible reputation in lots of areas of your life? Are people putting up with you because they can't find somebody better to put into that spot? And I know that's a very personal and confrontational question, but every time a boss shares with me, oh, we hate having that person in the business, but we can't get rid of them. Or I wish I could get rid of that person because they're always late or they're disrespectful or they're unproductive, but it's just really hard to get rid of them because the employment laws won't let us. I feel sad for the boss and the owner of the business. They have to have that person in the business. But I feel really sad for the person that's got that reputation because the next question that I always ask the boss or the leader or the manager or the teacher is have you shared with that person what kind of person they are? Uh, have you shared with them that they are that they have a reputation of being lazy or disrespectful or being a gossip or being a critic or being a, a person who takes sick days all the time? Do you, do they know what kind of reputation that they have? Because if you if you don't if you're delusional, there's a great word. If you think you're doing a great job, everyone else around you thinks you're doing a terrible job. There's obviously a disconnect there. Uh, the reverse of that is we get angry, don't we? If we think we're doing a great job and we are doing a great job and nobody notices, a lot of people get disappointed in that. Oh, I do such a great job and nobody notices. Do you know that that gives you a bad reputation just by saying that? Because people that put in 100% effort all the time don't need to be praised. They don't need to be appreciated. It's just who they are. So when somebody says, thank you for being a great person or thank you for doing a top job or thank you for putting in 100% effort, they say thank you, but it's not... Thank you because I needed the compliment. It's just, it's almost insignificant because it's who they are. And that's an interesting reputation to have. So I'm going to ask the two questions, and again, very personal. Pick some words to describe you as a person. Now, I picked five because it was the original exercise that I did, but I also connected those five words to my five fingers so I'd never forget them. Tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined, professional. And I live to that reputation every day. So I can look at the, in my mirror at the end of the day and say, Rowie, today, were you tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional? And if I wasn't, I go through my day and work out how I can change, how I can get better, how I can improve for tomorrow. But if somebody accuses me of being negative, unprofessional, undisciplined, lazy, I don't get offended because I know that's not me. <laughs> the person that they think I am, that isn't me. Now, I might have a look at and say, I wonder why they thought that. What do I need to do perhaps differently so that I don't look like I'm that kind of a person? But I can go to bed at night and sleep very deeply knowing that I'm living my life as a tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional person. 
And that's probably the main reason I'm asking the question. Because a lot of people are stressed, a lot of people have low self-confidence and self-esteem, a lot of people don't like themselves, a lot of people don't sleep well, a lot of people are unhappy, a lot of people are depressed, a lot of people are on antidepressants. And here's my question. If you're living every day to be the person that you want to be, and even more importantly, and this is one of my favorite quotes, I love who I am and I am excited about who I am becoming. So I'm not going to settle for who I am now. I'm excited about I'm growing and learning and educating and training and getting better every day. Today I love who I am and I am excited about who I am becoming. And is it possible that if you live your life like that, it's impossible to be unhappy? If you wake up every day with a purpose to live your life today better than, than yesterday, yesterday was awesome, but today's going to be even better and tomorrow's going to be even better. Uh, it's a different headspace. It's a different way to live. So if you aren't happy with your reputation or you don't, here's a better question. If you don't know what your reputation is with the people around you, bloody ask them. Uh, if you get given some cold, hard facts, we think you're lazy because, and don't just take, I'm lazy, you think I'm lazy. I need you to give me specific reasons why you think I'm lazy. You think I'm dishonest, please give me specific reasons where I've been, or specific areas where I've been dishonest so I can fix it. You think that I'm constantly having sick days. Please share with me when you thought that I wasn't sick because I don't want to have that reputation. And there's some really honest conversations that most people will never have. Uh, I share this information with everybody that comes into my life. And I don't, no one's ever come back to me and said, Rowie, I've been to the people that have been nasty to me and asked them why they're nasty to me and to give me specific reasons. And I give you a really fun response to people criticizing me. If somebody calls me an idiot, and these days people don't, but I've lived on the planet a very long time where people used to come to your face and call you names and be nasty to you. If somebody said to me, Rowie, you're an idiot, I would say specifically share with me where I have showed that I am idiotic so I don't do that again. And I look them in the eye and smile. You've shared with me that you don't like me. What, do, what, what have I done that's made you feel that way? Uh, and I may or may not change because some, obviously you can't please all of the people all of the time and trying to run around trying to please everybody is craziness. The reason I'm asking the question is when you go to bed at night and you have to look in your mirror if you do and you look yourself in the eye. So you've got to sleep with yourself. You've got to think inside your own head. You've got to be with you. Everything that's ever happened to you in your life, every meal you've ever eaten, every exercise session you have or haven't done, every place you've been, you've always been there. So it's very easy to blame other people, and that's a really poor reputation, isn't it? Oh, that's the woman that always blames other people for what goes on. She's always got a reason why she can't. She blames and justifies and makes excuses. See, I get sad for that reputation. I, I wish for nobody to have a bad reputation. What I would love for everybody to say about you, everybody to say about me, is I don't like them, but I bloody respect them. I don't agree with her, but I bloody respect her right to have an opinion and that she lives and breathes what she talks about. Hypocrisy is a really ugly thing, isn't it, where you tell somebody to do something and then you do something else. You preach, teach and tell, but you don't live your life that way. I think that's a horrible reputation. But if whatever you stand for, whatever you would die for, whatever you believe in, whatever your core values are, if you live and breathe those every day, people might not like you, they might not, might not agree with you, but they bloody respect you. And if they don't, who cares? Because you can look in your mirror at the end of your day and say, I love who I am and I'm excited about who I am becoming. I'd love everybody to be happy and healthy 
and career or business that they love, be financially free, have great people in their life. That's my goal. Now, that's ridiculous because I can't set goals for other people. But what I do know is that when you live your life like that, it's very easy to be happy and healthy every day. I feel good. No, 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 no. Because I'm happy and healthy and I love my life. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Ha-ha.